Uh, my name's Sue Woodall. Um, I live in East Yorkshire and I'm the chairwoman of Ladies in Pigs. OK, Sue, first of all, who or what is Ladies in Pigs? <laughs> I know, everybody says, Ladies in Pigs? What's that? <laughs> um, it started actually 26, 27 years ago by a couple of pig farmers, ladies, who couldn't get British pork on the shelves very well in their local supermarket. And they felt that there was a need to promote British so they started up groups throughout the country and um, Glenda, who is now, mm, I would say, about 88, um, she um, found the name Ladies in Pigs, so it's called Lips, L-I-P-S, so we say Lips Smacking Pork, um, Ladies in Pigs. <laughs> and um, she, we started it a bit like um, a WI, really. It was groups throughout the country, so we had South West, we have got Yorkshire Group, um, we had an, an Ang- East Anglia group. Uh, we even had a Scott Lips at that point, so Scotland had a group. And um, we used to meet up once a month in the different areas. I was member of the Yorkshire area, and we used to see how we could promote British pork in a different way. Um, over the last 26, 27 years, it's grown and grown and grown. The industry have used us as a marketing tool, provided us with a big wagon, and we now go out with our wagon labelled with red tractor all over it um, and go to events such as food festivals like the Isle of Man, uh, which will be great to come to. And we also go into supermarkets and talk to consumers about high welfare pork, looking for British, and how to cook pork, really. Now, you seem to be, this is obviously well ahead of the game because it seems like now in the past sort of 10 years or so, people are talking a lot more about the importance of, of local produce and, and welfare of animals. But this was well ahead of the game. So was it quite difficult at the start? Yeah, in the beginning when we started, we to be able to promote pork, we needed some money. Um, and so we used to sell piggy cups and um notelets, anything that had pigs on, um, and then just talk to people about it at shows like that. And then, as I said, the industry got aware that we, they could probably use us a little bit more, and they took us on cookery courses. And um, we did a, we, we, a lot of our members are qualified judges now, as in Sausage Week. We do um, you usually judge about 700 sausages for the Butcher's Sausage Week. We Bacon Connoisseurs Week, we usually judge for that. So we've been on judge courses for judging different products um, and and it's just gone on and on and all our ladies go on health and hygiene courses but you know a lot of the ladies involved are pig farmers themselves or are involved in the pig industry in some way you do find that people now are looking to buy local um, they're looking to know where their meat comes from a lot of people are very you know interested in that and by buying red tractor pork, well, red tractor anything, you know it comes off a British farm and it's been farmed through the chain and the traceability is there. And that's really a big, big thing that you can trace that piece of bacon right back to the farm that it came from. How do you best look after the welfare of your pigs then? Um, I think comparing, you know, um, European pork to British pork, where the standards on, in Britain are, Stalls and tethers in this country were banned in 1991. Up to about two or three years ago, they were banned on the continent, but they're still being used on the continent. 60% are still being used on the continent. You know, and we're still bringing in 
pork from the EU that are probably in these stores and tethers of supermarkets are buying it cheaper from the continent and bringing it in. And it's not right. We stick to our standards. You know, unfortunately, supermarkets should really, you know, support us. Uh, you know, we, we're trying not to use as many antibiotics in, in this country now. It, it's all those little things. Even from back in the wagon that to take the pigs off, unfortunately, to the abattoir, even from back in the wagon and lowering the door of the wagon, it has to be to a certain level so we're not putting stress on the pigs. You know, there is a manual of about 130 standards that we have to adhere to, and I just don't think people realise just what the farmers have to go through to keep to those standards. I suppose part of it is probably that there's, there's a lot of consumers out there who they might be struggling financially themselves, but in general, people want things cheaply, don't they? And I guess until we can get more and more and more British meat in there to sort of help saturate the market, it's difficult to change consumers' minds about sort of spending a little bit extra to get the quality, isn't it? Um, yeah, I don't actually think you have to spend a lot to get quality. There's a lot of people out there that um, I just think don't know probably how to cook because I, I sometimes now blame the schools because years ago when I was at school we did cookery right throughout and we started with the basics you know we did the creaming method for your cakes we did the um, fish on a plate and poached it you know so we did all sorts of different parts of cookery and now I don't think that's in schools and I think we've missed that generation it, you know we've had the ready meals and I just think there are, we as ladies in pigs our recipes that's what we do and we do easy one pot recipes because pork mince is half the fat of beef mince and half the price you know you can get a pound of pork mince 450 grams of pork mince for three to four pound and it can feed a a family of four Um, and we have some wonderful recipes that we use pork mince for so and quick and easy we're all busy now you know lifestyle now is very busy but a lot of our recipes are quick and easy recipes that are uh, you know, nutritious and that are great for the family. Um, and that's when I'm coming to the Isle of Man. I'm going to do a few of those recipes. We've also got a stand at the side where I'm going to do the demonstrations, but we're also going to cook our recipes throughout the day. And we want people to come along and try those recipes. And we'll give you the free recipe leaflets. And on our website, ladiesinpigs.co.uk, you can download loads of free recipes on there. Brilliant. We're really looking forward to having you here. Just just tell me then, Sue, what is it like being a pig farmer's wife? <laughs> well, as I said, I'm not actually a pig farmer's wife. I am, My husband buys and sells pigs for a living, so I don't actually live on a pig farm. Um, so, um, But my parents were wholesale pork butchers in East Yorkshire, so uh, my uncle did have a pig farm. So really, I've been in pigs all my life, um, and uh, I do collect pigs as well. I love pigs. So I have piggy soaps, piggy brooches, anything piggy I know. So everybody knows me as the pig lady, really. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like the, the whole movement, the whole ladies in pigs movement, it sounds like a really wonderful social thing as well. It's great. We, um, I, I've been a member, as I said, since really it began in 26, 27 years ago, and I've been, I'd started, kept running it, I've been running it for about nine or ten years now, and I have made so many lovely friends who, we, you know, we go away to shows and we demonstrate together, and people that I'd have never have got, loads of lovely ladies, from youngsters, we, we, you know, there's a lot of young farmers that we have helping us, because it looks good on the CV, it's a real talking point on their CV when they say that they're a member of Ladies in Pigs, you can imagine the 
you know, employers saying, well, what's this ladies in pigs? Because, uh, you know, they don't really know what it's about. So, yeah, and, and it is good. We have a lot of Harper Adams um, at the Agricultural University. We have some of their people helping us. Um, it's £10 a year to be a member. So we have about 300 members throughout the year, throughout the country, sorry. And, um, and then we have about... 50 or 60, you don't have to work for us. We do now pay the ladies to work for us because we did find that a lot of ladies in, in, in a couple, um, about 10, 15 years ago when pig farming was really bad, a lot of ladies had to go out to work. So, you know, we had to, it was voluntary in the beginning, but now levy payers money, funds us, sponsorship from allied industries as well, and we pay the ladies to come and work for us and cook and talk to people. So it's a really, really nice social um, organisation and you do meet a lot of people as well. It's a great network. It sounds brilliant. So, so what do the husbands make of it then? Oh, it's, it's good. They, they, um, they actually like it. And there's a lot of husbands that know each other and have got to know each other better because of us being friends as well. Um, you know, it's quite a small world is pig farming. Um, so you do get to know everybody and uh, it's nice to go to some do's. We have a few social do's that they can be involved in as well. Excellent. OK, so in a nutshell then, what best can we do to help support the industry? Um, look for the red tractor. I know that, um, that a lot of your Manx Park is all red tractor assured anyway. So when I come over, um, it'll be great just to give you loads of recipes with pork. Just cook more pork in your diet, really. You know, it is very nutritious. A fillet of pork is very, very low in fat. And, um, and, and you know, you can cook such a lot with a fillet of pork. So, um, yeah, hopefully, if they want to come along to the food festival and watch a couple of our demonstrations, we'd be grateful to have them there. And hopefully we will inspire them with some new pork recipes. Yeah.